0: Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 22nd day of July. I'm your host, Paul White. We are in 2 Timothy chapter 2. We're supposed to be in the 8th and 9th verses today. We worked on 8 a little bit yesterday. But I'm going to break away today for a special podcast. It's not really a long-form Friday, although it's going to be a little longer than a normal podcast. Um I, was, I recently posted a sermon titled, Do the Truth. I preached this from Culloden, West Virginia, Grace Life Church. I thought it went well. I edited the sermon. As I was editing it, it really spoke to me. There was a section in this message where I sort of stepped outside myself in preaching and said some things that were directly to Paul White from Paul White with the Holy Spirit stirring it and then when it aired I got a lot of feedback from people who were very impacted by this sermon titled do the truth so I went back and listened again and this time didn't watch didn't edit just listened out on a morning run and it I hit that spot in the sermon again and it spoke so powerfully to me again that I'm at this point, convinced it's one of the most important 10 minutes I've ever preached. The sermon's about 53 minutes long. But what I want to do for you today is play 10 minutes from that message, from about the 28-minute mark to about the 38-minute mark. It doesn't mean the first 28 minutes aren't good. In fact, they're, I think they set it up really well. And the last 15 minutes or so close it down really well. But this 10-minute section right here speaks my music as much as anything I'm living out and going through in my life. And I think it will you as well. If you want to hear the entire sermon, it's available for free wherever you get your podcast and wherever you watch our stuff. But paulwhiteministries.com has a copy. Do the truth. I hope this clip blesses you. From our sermon, do the truth. So it's not that we reject Jesus because we like to sin. It's because... What's the opposite of truth? It's because we prefer the lie that we tell ourselves about ourselves. You see, I think all rejection of Christ and all rejection of his favor and his love and who he is is because we cling to a lie about ourselves that we keep telling ourselves And that lie has a lot of different iterations, not worth it, I'm not worthy, I'm not able, I'm not forgiven, I'm not loved, I've done too much. Those lies are also, I'm doing the best I can, God knows I'm trying, I'm a lot farther down the road than I used to be, I'm not as bad as that guy, not as bad as I was yesterday. These are cleaned up lies. These are the, what, sort of the saccharine lies. They're the good side lies. They're not as bad. They don't look as bad, but they're still lies because none of them involve the judgment that Christ paid for on the cross. They all, in, they all involve us and who we are and what we do. You see, we live in the darkness of our own lie. Whatever lie we project is the darkness that we dwell in because we cannot be honest about who we really are if we want to keep projecting the lie. And you create a world of your own darkness every time you propagate the lie about yourself that says something about you that isn't true. Now, if I wanted to hyper-spiritualize it and, and to do it in a positive way, I would say every time you say that you're down, God sees that you are something else, then stop lying about yourself. You say that you're lost, God sees that you're saved. You say that you're not a son, God sees that you're a son. And all those things would be right. But I think we've got that pretty good. I think what we don't have is all of the masks that we put on in front of people that say, I'm good, I'm healthy, I'm fine, I'm happy, I'm blessed, I'm favored. But behind it, we're screaming and we're crying and we're wounded and we're depressed and we're molested and we're hurt and we're downtrodden and we're beat up and we're tired and we're angry, but we keep lying about all of those things because we don't want to hurt people's feelings and we don't want the light to be turned on to us and it's much easier to just set into the darkness of whatever it is we're lying about rather than walk into the truth. And that's happening to a lot of us, all of us, even though we're believers in Jesus because we're refusing to walk out of the dark area into the light of his love and his forgiveness and his grace and let him have whatever it is that we have held onto in the dark, that we have grabbed and slid back into the dark cave of our soul or our memory and we've left it there. And we've expected that if God wants rid of it, God will get rid of it, but that's not the way that this works. You see, I asked you at the top tonight, what does it mean to know the truth? And I said, some of us think that's doctrine. But some of us think that that's Jesus, so knowing the truth is Jesus. But this text says, for he that does the truth. So what's that mean? How do you do a doctrine? How do you do who Jesus is? There's a doing of the truth that is your responsibility if you're going to walk in the light of who he is. And the doing of that truth is stop doing the opposite of the truth. And what's the opposite of truth? The lie. The lie not committing sins, but lying. And we're all doing it often because we're not bringing what we really are out into the light of his love. We're bringing what we wish we were into the light of his love because we're copying the motives and the operations of the world that say, go act like what you want to be rather than being honest about what we are and bringing what we are before him. You want to know why confession is still needed in the Grace Church? Confession of my sins. Not because if I don't confess, he doesn't forgive me. Get over yourself. You're forgiven whether you like it or not. Forgiveness is in Christ, not you. All right? So why do I need to confess? I need to confess because not to be forgiven, but to step into the light to see that I already am. Because when I confess what I am... I let go of what I am. When I lie about what I am, I keep pushing into the darkness the things about me I don't want to deal with and I don't want to be seen and I don't want you to know. And therefore we have sort of wrapped ourselves in a warm blanket in the Grace Church around don't confess your sins because they're not real. Jesus has forgiven you. You don't need to. And what has happened is a lot of us have stepped into the darkness of what our problems are, receiving his forgiveness in our spirit man, but not receiving the effects of his forgiveness in our natural man because we're not walking out of the darkness and into his light and going, I gotta let go of this stuff. Here's what's going on in my life. I gotta let go of it. I can't live in this darkness anymore living in the darkness isn't letting me be the real me it's kind of a course correction kind of idea for some some, a little bit of how we've treated truth and a little bit of how we've treated grace it's not just landing on the right doctrine it's stop the lie if you know the truth that makes you free what do you got to stop doing to know the truth no don't say you got to stop sinning you got to stop the lie (laughs) the lie about what you are or who you are and not understanding what he says about you. We live in the darkness of our own lie and we try to present something. We try to project something. We try to be something. Look at 21 again. He who does the truth. This is why I've titled this message, Do the Truth. D-O, the truth. Do the truth. What's that mean? Do the truth. Jesus said, He who does the truth comes to the light That his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Do the truth is not do good. The previous verse, whoever practices evil hates the light. Jesus does not pull a gospel bait and switch. I love you. I take your sins. I'm lifted up like a snake on a pole. I'm not your judge. The father's not your judge. Your judgment's in me. Oh, by the way, right here at the very end of the sermon, do the good, then you get the light. That's a bait and switch. That's that's the garbage we pulled in the church a long time for a long time. The old bait and switch is we told you we we're going to sell you this, and then we get you in the store and we don't have it. We don't have it mysteriously. We don't have any more of those. We only had three. We did a mass flyer of one million ads, but we had three of those TVs. But we're going to sell you this one, and it's a little more, but it's a whole lot better. The old bait and switch, right? And we've preached Jesus that way a lot of times. Grace, 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 love, 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 forgiveness, 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 cross, 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 finish work, finish work, finish work. If you want to walk into the light, you got to stop doing the wrong thing and you got to start doing the right thing. You got to do the good if you want gotten. Scratch that, time out. He who does the truth comes to the light. To do the truth, you got to stop the lie. What would happen then? You take what you are and you walk it into the light so that your deeds may be clearly seen. What, did, what, was my, what was my projected theme, my thesis for you? That I think the evil deeds of verse 20 is the same guy in verse 21. He just takes his evil deeds and he walks them into the light. He takes what he really is and he shows up in front of God. And he goes, now what I have has been, look at the last phrase, my deeds have been Done in God. God sees it all. God knows what I am. I'm not lying about it anymore. Let me tell you what God's asking from you. Truth. Do truth. How you do that? Stop lying about yourself. Just tell them what you really are. Here's what I really am. Here's what I really did. Here's what I'm really doing. I'm not running from it. This is me. This is... Covered in hog slop, starving to death, prodigal son running home. You know what I've been doing the last several weeks? Wasting your money and feeding hogs. I'm home. And I love that Jesus cuts his speech off, doesn't let him give the last half of, I believe I'll be one of you, let me be one of your servants. The father cuts that speech off because that part's the part that's still a lie. The part that's true is I come home and i smell like pig and i've wasted all my money that part's real that this is the real me i was going to give you this religious line about if you take me back i'll be a missionary to africa but that's just religion that's not me that's what i think you want to hear But what I'm actually going to tell you is that here's how I'm living. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I've done. And I don't think I can offer you anything, God. I don't think I have anything to offer you. I don't think I'm worth much. I don't have anything good that you would need. And according to Jesus, when you do that, that is the release from you living under the judgment of the lie. Okay, that's it for now. I, I hope that 10-minute clip spoke something to you. really blesses me. It's from the sermon titled Do the Truth. Go check it out. Tomorrow, we have some announcements. Not only are we going to announce what's coming up on Sunday, but I have a great announcement, something I'm very excited about, and a book update. Don't miss tomorrow's podcast. See you then. God bless.